Welcome back. I'm Heidi Higgins, and you are listening to K-12 on Learning. Last fall, I was invited to teach a Stride Enrichment course called Podcast Starter. This course was among over 20 that a student could sign up for as part of an online elective option, much like an extracurricular experience you would find at your local school down the street. There are participation fees for these courses, and the student gets from the course what they're willing to put in, much like a sports team or a special offering not available during traditional school hours. Today, I want to introduce you to one of the students who attended this podcast starter course. Anai Rivas is an eighth grader from Texas. She was usually the first to log into class each of the five weeks. She came with loads of questions and stayed in touch by email after hours asking for more help to develop her own podcast. It was like witnessing a blossoming flower as I watched her enthusiasm and her own ideas began to take shape. I want to share this student's voice and a taste of some of the work she's doing. For her first episode, she decided to turn the tables on me and ask for an interview. I so enjoyed working with her as she edited, came up with the music, and developed her own questions. It's a joy for me to introduce Anaya Rivas and her podcast she calls Inside the Mind of a Homeschooler. Welcome to my podcast. I'm your host, Anaya Rivas, and today you're listening to Inside the Mind of a Homeschooler. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Anaya Rivas, and today I'm joined with the host of K-12 on Learning, Ms. Heidi Higgins. Thank you, Anaya. You were a student in part of our enrichment class, and you have been doing just a great job. So it's just really fun to be here and to visit with you again. I know it was so crazy just like thinking about the idea of podcasting and to have it actually happen. Our first episode, it's really incredible. I want to ask you a couple questions about podcasting. I want people to understand the aspect of podcasting and how hard it is and what amazing work that you do behind the scenes. So my first question is, can podcasting be a full-time job? Yes. Based on the amount of work it takes, you can spend your every minute every day working on it. But can it be a full-time paid job? Sometimes. It kind of depends. It doesn't usually start that way. If you were to start a new podcast today and wanted to turn it into your career, it would probably take a little while to find the sponsors and the audience and the listeners that would bring in the revenue to pay you. Podcasting is not an easy thing, and it takes a lot of patience. We're into this two years, and it has been slow going because there hasn't always been budget for it. So we're trying to develop some grassroots or organic listeners. It can work into a full-time job, but it usually doesn't start that way. And I would like to ask you, so who are your listeners? Who do you market to especially? That's a great question. That's something you really have to consider. So the target that I'm looking for is usually women aged 24 to 52. In that age range, they have children. They're thinking about schooling and they're trying to decide where they're sending their children. If they're not happy where their children are, they're looking for answers. 
Yes, my mom actually got into K-12 the exact same way that you're explaining. My mom didn't really like the school I was in. So she put us into K-12 and that's how we got into it. And she started looking at homeschooling and ways like you're saying. And that goes on to my next question. How long does podcasting take like to edit the videos or the audio that you're doing? My podcast is interview-based. I have to contact the person. We have to set up time to visit. We talk about questions that I will ask because I don't like to have people cold answer. I don't want Mm -hmm. them to be uncomfortable. And frankly, it helps in editing. If they're thinking about what they're saying, they use less filler words and it's a little bit easier. It takes recording time, which is usually an hour. But the research and homework that needs to be done to prepare for that guest, including the writing of the questions and the thinking through how the format will be, usually takes a significant time. Editing is a different story. (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) It's challenging because you take out the breath sounds and you take out the filler words and you take out the habits like like that. (laughs) Yes. Something else to consider is then you've got to add the music elements and the introduction and the outro. And those items take a little bit of time. After the podcast is complete with those elements, then you've got to prepare it for the RSS feed. And so you usually work with a third-party vendor. In my case, it's ResonateRecordings.com. And I send it to them and they help level the sound and put all the elements together. And then they send it to the RSS feed, which takes it to Apple, to Google to Spotify and all the other places that you can find the podcast. That takes usually four days. Wow. So there's more. (laughs) After that, while we're waiting for them, I'm preparing an audiogram and some of the things that we do to promote the episode. Really, it takes a good week for every episode. And you don't think it takes that kind of time, but it does. (laughs) We're pretty grassroots here. And that's what I think makes us kind of special. Yes, it is. And that also proves the point that podcasting can be a full job just the way you described it you put in a lot of work a lot of hours to do a 15 minute episode so it just proves the point of podcasting is a full job and like how you said about marketing all of that fun stuff we learned that in our lessons that you taught us and that comes to my third question what advice would you give to people like me that are just beginning podcasting Well, the number one thing that I talk to students about is that if you're going to be a podcaster, you need to be a podcast listener. You need to see what's out there and you need to hear different types and how different people approach things. Sometimes I love the conversation that could go on between people. I am a podcast listener and I enjoy them very much. I like them when I'm walking. I like them when I'm driving in my car. It's those kinds of things that help you understand what podcasting is about and what the potential is. But I'm trying very hard to make it understandable and to reach that target demographic we talked about earlier so that maybe I can help a little bit. When I started schooling my kids at home, I didn't have a lot of help. And this way, we can give them some ideas that they might be facing in their day-to-day life. And so that's the goal is that learning takes place everywhere. So K-12 on learning is all the different things that you can learn. So that's why I'm trying to listen to other people so I can get different ideas and music ideas and the way they integrate personalities. I think that's the most important thing to begin. And the second thing is, what can you talk about for hours? You've got to be passionate about it. I love what I do because I lived it for so long that I am passionate about it and I want to see people succeed. Yes, amazing words. I'm just speechless. So like for me, I really don't listen to podcasts that much. I'm more of a music gal. 
I like to listen to different types of music. But the way you described it, I should be doing more of that. But what I have is that I use my day-to-day life that not a lot of people use. And it's very raw. I'm, I don't plan on like cutting anything out or showing the good stuff. I plan on showing the good and bad stuff of my life. As a homeschooler, there's going to be ups and downs in schooling. It's never going to be the steady. And so that's what I really want to show to people that homeschooling can be this way, but it could also be this way. And the way you described the advice, it's so perfect for anybody that's beginning because you have to be passionate about what you do. You can't just half like it and half hate it. You have to love it with all your heart. And that goes with my fourth question. What's the hardest part about podcasting? I think the hardest part is the editing and to have the desire to make the person that you're speaking to sound really good. I want them to be encouraged to come. I've had some people that have been so frightened when they get behind that microphone and they say, no, what do I do? It can be a frightening moment. So if I can concentrate on that, the hardest part though, is to go through and try to weed out the words that are extra, that don't have any purpose of being there, but they're part of our speech. I think that's the very hardest thing that I do. I know editing for me when I took your course was so hard. You helped me most of the time edit my stuff because I didn't know how to do it. And I looked at the YouTube videos, but it was still like hard for me to edit it. And this episode is going to have like a lot of speech parts where it's like this or this or this. So it is hard editing. Someone that is really good at editing has to call me because we need someone amazing to edit my episodes. And I, that is a good call. Never be afraid to ask for help. And you might be surprised who will come to your rescue. The beauty of podcasting is that you can edit. You mentioned something important. I don't want to put on a pretense. I don't want to say, oh, it's so wonderful to keep your kids at home and to school. It's not. It's hard. It's hard. And learning is difficult for the student and the parent that tries to help. It's very difficult, even more because learning anything new is challenging for us. So I want to tell the truth. I want to say, you know, sometimes this is just crummy. It (laughs) is. You you might cry (laughs) and you might want to run and you might want to give it up. But I know that from my experience as a mother and a grandmother, having children at home to learn that it can be done, it takes a load of patience. And so those kinds of things I want to share, that honesty, I think makes a big difference. Yes. Me and my mom have gone to like points too, where we're doing math at like 12 and it's due like the next day or it's overdue or we're having trouble with the courses or the computer. So yes, homeschooling isn't easy, but it's worth it. And like, I'm so ready to graduate and I'm barely like in eighth grade. I'm like, (laughs) I'm ready to be done with it. I tell my mom after high school, I'm just going to go to college and I want to be a cardiologist that works with the heart. And I'm like, after college, after I'm done with that, I'm going to like treat you to the best things because I want to show my mom that it was all worth it, that she took the time, the patience and she cried with me, but it's worth it now. I love that your podcast is like that because my mom gets ideas from you. I was listening to the tradition and it made me wonder, I'm like, do we have a tradition? Do we do something every single year? And if not to like do something every single year. And so I told her we need to do something. And we started this tradition where we do gingerbread houses made out of Pop-Tarts for Christmas. We're all competing doing houses out of Pop-Tarts. 
and it's super fun to do it. So everything that you're saying is just perfect. I'm glad. And I love that <laughs> tradition. And I love the idea of Pop-Tarts. They're much more sturdy. than just Yes. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to make them from scratch. That's nice. What a fun tradition. Thanks for thinking about that. They're so important for our families. It really makes yes. a big difference. And they're much more delicious. The houses are not that good with the icing, but they're much more delicious. I even have <laughs> pictures where we're trying to hold it up, putting the icing on it. And it's so funny and so fun to do something like that because I make memories with them. Exactly. <laughs> but no, it's perfect. And fifth question I have for you is, in your opinion, will podcasting still be popular like it is right now? Well, no one can really predict the future. And it's evolving as we sit in the middle of it. During the pandemic, when people couldn't get out, they wanted to have a voice. And so there were more than a million who started their own organic podcasts during that time. Podcasting just exploded. To buy a microphone was next to impossible because there were so many people that said, hey, I'm going to become a podcaster. And many tried and some have been very successful. Some didn't last more than 10 episodes. It's like I said, and we've discussed, it's difficult to be consistent. That's what it takes to be successful is to be consistent, compelling, and to have people like yourself that that you want to listen to, you want to see what they think. So I think that that's something that's happening. We're starting to see that podcasting now requires some video element. And so we're going to take this and we'll make it so that it's used on YouTube. And those kinds of things are starting to expand the use of podcasts. But isn't that funny? It's kind of gone full circle. A video component, you know, podcasting, the word podcast comes from those old iPods that used to be something that someone can listen to and broadcasting. And so we took those elements and we created these things that you can just listen to, kind of radio on demand. And I, I love that there's just all sorts of topics that you can listen to. But in the future... I'm sure there'll be changes. I'm sure there'll be something else that'll come by that will make the gathering and expressing of opinion in a different way. You know, we haven't seen it all yet, but I'm grateful it's here now. And I'm grateful and, you know, I'll try to jump on board with whatever comes next. But I'm grateful to be in this space now and I'm grateful that you are here too. Oh, thank you. And I would like to talk more about the video. Why do you think that they're switching from audio to video all of a sudden? Well, I think it holds our attention sometimes. We like to look at something while we're doing it. I Podcasting for me, I listen to it, like I said, when I'm walking or when I'm driving a car. But the thing that's important to think about here is that it's changing. And so if we want to do some pretty pictures that make it fun to look at on YouTube, because YouTube is visual and you're going to get into yes. a computer and you're going to want to have something to see than just a logo for half an hour. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's changing because it's being offered on more platforms that require the video element. Like for me, I think people feel like they're looking like it's actually a real person. That it's not just the voice of a person, that it's actually a person that has feelings, emotion, that has flesh. It's actually somebody that I could see and talk to. When 2020 hit, I actually got into podcasting. That was the year I started listening to it more than ever because I was lonely. I didn't have anybody there except my family, but that gets a little boring sometimes. So I wanted to hear someone else. I love how you brought up that point because a lot of us can actually relate to it. It's not just one person's relating to it. No, it's everybody that's doing it. I just want to thank you so, so much. Thank you. That's very sweet of you. You are an excellent, excellent student. So thank you for being a part of it. And look what you're doing. You're doing, you're stepping outside a comfort zone. Yeah. You are speaking your own thoughts and 
it's exciting to see how you are developing in this medium. So congratulations to you. What an honor to speak. No, thank you, Heidi. This has been such an experience that I actually won't ever forget. I'm going to be having to tell my kids and then my grandkids that <laughs> I got to talk with Heidi Higgins. <laughs> That's great. Well, I'm so you. happy that we got to do this. It was really a different point that I have never done. I've never done podcasting. This will be our first episode ever that we'll be doing. Well, it'll be fun. And as you progress and get a following and become famous, I hope you'll have me on again. <laughs> of course. Thank you, Heidi, so, so much. Thank you. I want to thank Anai for sharing part of her very first episode on K-12 on Learning today. You can follow more from Anai on Spotify. Search for Inside the Mind of a Homeschooler. Our sponsor, Stride, wants me to remind our listeners that the countdown is on. There's still time to submit your entry for the 2023 K-12 National Art Competition. The deadline is January 31st at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time. So don't wait. Go to k12.com forward slash stride dash competitions to learn more about possible prizes, eligibility requirements, and how to submit your entry today. Winners will be announced at 1 p.m. Eastern on March 21st, 2023 via K-12, a Stride Company's Facebook page. Good luck. Thank you for listening to K-12 On Learning, sponsored by Stride. To learn more about online public schools powered by Stride K-12, Stride Career Prep programs that foster lifelong learning, or any of the private school or individual course offerings, please go to stridelearning.com or k12.com. Special thanks to Tree K Studios for providing the music for us. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and feel free to leave us a good review. We hope you'll join us next time for K-12 on learning.